Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. Before I started taking Balance of Nature, I was really a huge procrastinator and I would sleep in as much as I possibly could. And since I've started taking it, I've noticed a huge improvement in about every aspect of my life. I've noticed that my hair has been growing longer. My nails are longer than they've ever been. I feel better than I felt since I was in my 20s. I am more productive. I am more motivated now than I have ever been. And I'm older than I've ever been. So I think that that's a huge improvement. I really love Balance of Nature, and I recommend it to all my friends and family. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this Cyber Symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Kate. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Trump. I'm going to say it. I don't care what y'all think. Trump sucks. (laughs) He's a sexual predator. He's a literal moron. We'll just keep getting Delta. We'll just keep getting variants over and over and over until people get vaccinated. I'm going to lie. If you ask me a legit question, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it either because y'all need to hear the truth. Most of y'all parents are dumber than you. I'm going to say that out loud. My parents are freaking dumb. Okay? And the minute I figured that out, the world opens up. You don't have to do everything your parents say, and you don't have to believe everything your parents believe. Because most likely you're smarter than them. If you don't believe in climate change, get the hell Yes, that was a lovely teacher on the first day of school. She only teaches chemistry in my state, but uh, that was the heaping of insane lunacy and abuse that she gave the students. Isn't that lovely? Uh, Yeah. Uh, 
And that wasn't even the whole of it. Oh, no. No, there was much more. Um, but I didn't include it in the intro. And she said, if you don't believe in climate change, you get the hell out. Uh, real interesting, huh? So all I have to say is arm your kids with cameras in the classroom because it was the biggest ad for homeschooling I've ever seen in my life. And it's hitting national news right now. And it's in my own state. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. How are you today? I hope you're well. And I, I really do. And, and as I'm looking at, at some of these headlines and the things going on, and of course, I have Melissa on. Hi, Melissa. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm just uh, two things I just want to mention before we get going. Number one, Afghanistan looks uh, what's going on right now. When I saw that plane, there was something wrong with that plane full of men, mostly men. Uh, and I, I, I just kept thinking back about the visuals we had when we were taking them over all of the European borders um, during Obama's reign and how it was mostly men. And they kept passing it off as families and they were bringing them into Germany. Remember that? And uh, we had a lot of rapes going on. We had a lot of in- instances of violence happening when they were bringing in all these people. At first, they were like, oh, come in. We feel sorry for you. Come over. Uh, you families that aren't families but are men, uh, come over. And then all of a sudden, they started getting all these violent attacks and all kinds of stuff. It was very reminiscent of that. And so did this open the door just to bring planefuls over? Well, let me just tell you, what is the media story right now? Go look. On MSNBC, on CNN, Ugh, I just threw up in my mouth CNN. Um, but here's the deal: look at look. It, it, what are they saying? They're saying the poor refugee, the poor refugee. No, they're not saying why we were there for 20 years. They're not talking about anything but the poor refugee. That's exactly what they did over in Europe too, to get people to accept an influx of of uh, people to take care of and. I don't know who's amongst that with those groups of people, but very interesting. So I just wanted to mention that. And I also wanted to mention, if you haven't seen the video I did about my hospital visit with my husband, you need to. And it's going viral. It is, uh, I'm getting emails from all over the world. And let me just tell you, they're, I, they, from all the emails I'm getting, they're putting people on ventilators when they can speak and talk, and they're talking them into it, and they're saying it's the only way, and their stats are actually pretty up there, and they're throwing them on a ventilator. And if I see, if I, I just, I, my stomach turns for people out there, and they're desperate, and they can't even get into the hospital. And if you're a person, person that works at a hospital and you think that's okay because it's policy and you're going to be that evil to keep people away and and stop them from advocating for the patients the patients have rights and you should be storming that hospital because they cannot keep you away legally they're just telling you that so make sure that you understand that you don't put your loved one in a hospital and leave them there alone please don't do that Please don't do that. And then get a backbone and stick up for your loved one and tell the hospital, you know, basically what you want done. And that is you want their immune system helped. You want to give them vitamins and minerals because you know what? That's the only thing that can go in and really help the immune system. And from what I saw from the protocol, they're just they're just watching people digress and then sticking them on a ventilator way too quick. And that's the protocol. That's the protocol for COVID. Everything's COVID. So I'm just telling you, get a backbone. Get firm, get strong, and, and be nice but firm. And you tell them exactly how that will go down, and it won't include the ventilator. And so you're going to do everything you can to get it so it doesn't go down to the ventilator. Um, ventilators should be so rarely used, and they're being used so much right now across the country, and loved ones are being separated from each other, and it's sick, and it's criminal, and it's evil. Don't let it happen to you.
I, I, I swear if I get one more email that says my loved one just got put on a ventilator, I wasn't even there, and they told me that that's how it had to go down, and I didn't even get a say, I'm going to cry. I, 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 I can't take it anymore. Please, please. Um, anyway, on that cheery note, uh, <laughs> here we are. I know. It's, I, it's just, you know, by the way, the media keeps saying, Haven, we're now a haven for terrorists. Have you guys caught that? We're now a haven for terrorists. You know what that means? We're a haven for false flag attacks. That's what it means. We're a haven for for false flags that are about to go down in this country to create a uh, Second Amendment overhaul. That's what that's about. And also just basically lockdowns. So I'm just telling you, that's just... New, uh, New Zealand and Australia are are so sick to me. They're they're acting in ways that are so uh, uh, abominable that I'm it's with lockdowns right now. I, I can't even believe it. So, on that additional cheery note, hi Melissa, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Oh. I'm just feeling so great after that. Sorry, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I just I'm I'm so perplexed after that teacher, and I I'm just oh you know we're it's well, it's like the we boat can get is going down. Some of that this hour. Okay, let's maybe do. we can talk about why that feels Please. like the doors or the walls are closing in. Okay, let's do. Go for it. Okay, well I, this is going to be a strange way to start, but I I, I got it like a lawyer. We're going to have to build the case here carefully. So we're going to start out by talking about what is a religion. Mm-hmm. And and I start there because I want people to ask themselves if secular humanism is a religion. And there's a reason why I ask that. And we'll get to that as, as we go. I hope this kind of unfolds the way I hope it does. Um, but if I, I took some time and I looked up what is what is the definition of a religion? Actually, what is how did how do people define it, define it? And interestingly enough, there's kind of the supernatural definition, you know, belief in a higher power, belief in a supernatural God, whatever. But there's also a functional definition of religion. And in the functional definition, a religion has social or psychological functions that it performs. And that's the definition I want to focus on, because then the definite the functional definition of a religion does the religion have a view of what is sacred versus what is profane mm-hmm. does it have ritual acts involved with it does it have a moral code um is there a social group that is bound together by that belief so the reason why there's a functional definition is because not every religion not every world religion has a belief in a supernatural power for example, Buddhism or Taoism or Confucianism, which are regarded as world religions, don't necessarily include a supernatural god or deity. So we're going to work with that functional definition. Okay. And so if you use that, then secular humanists have kind of defined the world by... Um, it's an interpretation of nature based on science. Hmm. How many times have we heard that? It's the science. We have to accept the science. When you hear someone making that particular argument, mm-hmm. ding, 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 yeah. your little red flag should be going up. You know, the little light should be blinking. You may be talking to someone who is either repeating or embracing that secular humanist worldview. And it, it, it kind of potentially strips God out of the equation. 
Mm-hmm. Not all secular humanists are godless, right. but many are. Many are atheists. But that doesn't mean they're not religious about it because they do have a set of moral codes. Right. And just just look at the environmental movement and tell yeah. me that there's no ritual, that there's no core beliefs, that there's not a group of people that are bound together by their, their common belief. That's true. You're right. I mean, it really is. It, it has become a religion. Leftism is a religion. It's like a, uh, it's, well, it's rather insane, actually, <laughs> because it, 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 uh, it believes in things that really aren't there. And, uh, but, but with such force, it's, it's amazing to watch people get swept up because all, well, all we, kinds of things can be this way. We think it's, we think it's kind of a new thing, but mm-hmm. if you go back, John Dewey, who's one of the early guys in secular humanism, said, here are all the elements of a religious faith that shall not be confined to sect, class, or race. Speaking of secular humanism. Right. Mm. So they have, they have had this notion in the back of their minds for a long, long time. So the next question becomes, if they are a religion, has anyone ever defined them as a religion? And the answer to that is yes. The Supreme Court came down and said that it was a religious movement. Jeez. Yeah. So, right. if the Supreme Court says it, mm-hmm. why, if we have this wall of separation between church and state, why are secular humanists given preferential treatment in our schools? You're right. No, you're absolutely right. Because even with that teacher, people will say, well, it's freedom of speech. Well, then why can't we talk about God? Why can't we bring up all the other things that we want to bring up, too? If they're able to do that in the classroom and be that abusive, because it was abuse uh, to tell the kids the things that she did. Uh, But why can't we talk about God and pray? Because then all of a sudden it ends, right? So they are given preferential treatment. You're right. It's not about being anti-religion. It's about being anti-God. Yeah. And anti-God and, and, and gets preferential so, treatment. <laughs> it's so Who sick. is the God? The God, I just, I just, we've just read the definition there. Who's the God of the, the secular humanist movement is science. Yep. You're right. Which used and to be called philosophy. It used to be called philosophy. And they changed it to science. And it's kind of amazing the legs that it got because then it was, they could turn anything into science, right? Right. And say it's true <laughs> based on fact. And it's like, well, all those facts have changed through the years, right? Yep. In 1961, there was the Supreme Court case, uh, Tarasco v. Watkins actually identified secular humanism as a religion. So why has this been inconsistently um, enforced? You're right. And the secular humanists, by the way, have backed way off. They don't think, now, not backed off in the schools, but they've backed off on this notion that they are the new modern religion of a new age. And we're going to, you know, we have right. more to offer. We're, they've backed off of that mm-hmm. because... We're going to come right back. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. <laughs> we'll be right back with Melissa. She joins me every Wednesday. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. The devil cheated me, took me for a ride. Packed me in his 
cheated me. What a hell of a ride. I love this song. <laughs> it's called The Devil Cheated Me. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. And uh, happy you're listening in today. Of course, go over to my pillow. Mike Lindell and I have partnered up, and he's been amazing to the show. Let me just tell you, it's really helping and uh, keeps us on the air. And when you purchase pillows and sheets and all the wonderful things that you purchase, um, then it helps the show, and it also helps Mike Lindell do what he's doing to uh, expose the fraud. He's the only private citizen that's doing anything about it. And, of course, the uh, elected officials, crickets. Yeah crickets. Don't you love that? Being betrayed by both sides. It's really sweet. Anyway, thank you, Mike Lindell, for standing up for some truth. It's nice. And go to MyPillow.com. And I would, if I were you, you know, I was in the uh, toy aisle last night and I just wanted to say it was near empty. And I went, uh, what's going on? Why is the toy, toy, toy aisle near empty? Well, we're having lots of problems getting product to the United States right now. And so all I'm going to say is this. I would shop early for Christmas. I would order my pillow products for Christmas. I would have them right now. I'd get them right now and plan to give those away because those are the things that are amazing that they'll love all year long. And uh, you can put in the code Kate and you can get up to 66% off right now. That is the biggest savings they've ever offered. It's because the retails uh, retailers are being such asses that he ha- that he's like, okay, I'll pass on the savings to all the, the consumers then. Um, and so I'm telling you, get to MyPillow.com and put in the code Kate and get all of those savings for yourself. And you are absolutely going to love it. I think the sheets are down to like 47 bucks. And they are the most high-quality, cool, crisp sheets you've ever owned. So make sure to get over to MyPillow.com and support everything that's going on. Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and also get great products for Christmas. I'm going to tell you, you better start ordering now. And uh, I was shocked when I went in uh, to the toy aisle and hardly saw any product in one of the aisles. It was just almost empty. And the other aisle was a little bit more full, but it was kind of scary to think, wow, uh, we might have some major shortages going on. And I'm not trying to create a shortage, but wow. Uh, Get over to MyPillow.com and order up. Uh, Melissa. Let's go. Yeah. I love your topic because I just played the song, The Devil Cheated Me. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, I really do. I love your topic of the preferential treatment given because there were changes in the curriculum and even in school schools that they started doing the evolution and they, st- they stopped even mentioning creationism in 2012 that most parents didn't even realize that. It's kind of amazing. Well, keep in mind that Common Core now has proclaimed that and between Common Core and critical race theory, we're not even sure what two plus two is anymore. I know. No, if, sick. If, so sick. trust me, when, when they're talking about, oh, it's about the science, it's really not about science. It's not about math. It's about something else, and it's about religious mm-hmm. uh, purity according to their definition of it. Okay, when we left, I, I, I asked the question, why have they backed off right. of being a religion? And it's in order to keep that preferential status in the schools Mm -hmm. if they actually say yes we're a religion we acknowledge that then they they would have to you know it would open them up to being challenged by people who are saying well what about christianity there it's not that they're anti-religion it's that they're anti-christian Ooh, yeah and so the secular humanists are trying to sell themselves by saying that well they're value neutral Mm-hmm. Now ask yourself that that clip that you played of the teacher was she value neutral? 
<laughs> no, she was insane. Was she agenda free? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Was she tolerant of other worldviews? Oh, no, 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 no. Even in chemistry class, who knew you were going to get that much crap spewed at you? Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. So let's, let's quit living in our little bubble and actually open up our eyes and see what's right before us. Mm-hmm. We have people, we need to be telling that to our school boards too. Like, we understand you're preaching a religion at my kid and I don't like it. And then they're going to go, we're not preaching any religion. You're going to, yes, you are. You're preaching secular humanism. And here's why. Mm-hmm. Because they are not gender or gender neutral. They are not values neutral. They are not agenda free and they right. are not tolerant. So having said all of that, I want to segue over. When you have a religion with the God of science, who's a very jealous God, you can bet that anybody who's a heretic is going to be persecuted. Mm. Yeah. So who are the heretics? You know, what is a heretic? Right. Well, a heretic is somebody who is not laying down in line with the opinion of the prevailing religion. Okay. So if you don't like secular humanism, guess what? You're a heretic. And folks, I have an announcement to make. We're having an inquisition. Mm. Okay. Inquisition. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just a couple of historic reminders here. What was the inquisition? The inquisition was long lasting and it, in different places at different times, it was various, you know, severities Mm -hmm. the one that we're most familiar with is the spanish inquisition right right Right. the the catholic church was trying to consolidate its power over a diverse population a multi-ethnic population in on the iberian peninsula it was mixed up in politics as isabella and ferdinand tried to seal their deal on their control of spain Mm mm-hmm And they went after the Moors and the Jews. The Moors were chased out of Spain by a military game, but the Jews were harder to get rid of in Spain. So many Jews just opted to convert. They called them conversos to Catholicism. And, but, you know, we can't really trust that they've actually converted because maybe they're really still just, practicing Judaism on the side. Hmm. So the, the, the Inquisition was looking for people who were not pious and not religious in the right kind of ways. Okay. So what it started out with them looking at these Jewish converts, but it ended up someplace different. It ended up looking at Anyone, if your behavior was not exemplary, according to the inquisitors, Mm -hmm. you get thrown in jail until you confess. It reminds me of that scene I played from that show like 50 years ago, right? And uh, Burgess Meredith, where he was in front of the Inquisition to prove that he had value as a human being. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. the inquis- I don't think we realize that we're we're there. We're almost there to this point. Well, I want I want you to understand the Inquisition was a, a game of thought control. Okay. This is one of the very first games of thought control in kind of right. modern history. You're right. Because if you had a thought that did not agree with the Inquisitors, 
you were hauled in and you were forced to confess. And if you weren't willing to confess easily, Mm -hmm. then they could torture it out of you. Right. And at the end of the process, after you've confessed to whatever they desired you to confess to, we had what's called an auto de fe in which your was kind of a circusy sentencing in which people found out whether, you know, what was going to happen to them, whether they were going to be burned at the stake, whether they were going to be strangled, whether they were going to be let off, whether, you know, what was going to mm-hmm. happen to them. So I want you to ask this question to yourself. Are we having an inquisition? Is there a standard of thought purity on Facebook that if you defy it, you're put in jail? Right. Yeah. Now, right, right now, we're not we're yeah. not torturing people to get no. them to confess. No, it's. But we do know of some people who have had their bank accounts uh-huh. taken. Yep. Yeah. People have been arrested for Facebook posts, by the way. Yeah. Absolutely. And and it's it's we're not talking. You know, the the Taliban has maintained a presence on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But people, but the president of the United States was kicked off. Then tell me there's no inquisition. Right. Right. You're right. So it, it it's difficult. And, and I think we need to be very aware. I, I don't know that we should moderate our behavior. I don't know that it matters. You know, the problem with an inquisition, that sounded very Monty Python. The problem with the inquisition <laughs> is that it doesn't matter whether... It, 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 the Stasi is another form of the Grand Inquisition. We don't arrest people unless we have cause. So you right. tell us, what what did you do to deserve this? And people say, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, yes, you must have done something. And we're just going to hold you in jail from January 1st until you confess to what it is we want. Or January 6th, excuse me, until you confess to insurrection. Yeah, it was a, it was really disturbing to watch the kids being handcuffed and detained and mauled by the cops in Australia just because they weren't wearing a mask outside of the store outside. And the little boy was filming and he was freaking out. Right. You know, I mean, obviously freaking out, of course, because his sister was on the ground in handcuffs. The cops were, um, you know, just kind of uh, tossing her around a little bit. The mom was and all for that. And it was this inquisition of cops that it's sad to me to see cops act like that to see that their humanity's gone and that they would actually put a kid in handcuffs over a mask outside outside i thought wow we have we've lost something there and and the inquisition usually acts without any humanity at all and that's what's scary about it well understand that heresy is a worse crime even than murder and so if we're talking about this is the Inquisition that's being run by the God of Science, by the Church of Science, then not putting a mask on is actually worse than murder. And have we not seen that? Yeah. Go burn Portland down and who cares? Right. You know, but don't wear a mask and you hate the world. Right. And, and Inquisition-wise, if we go back to the Spanish Inquisition, they said the, the logic was, well, if if you're committing heresy, you are... You have given away your eternal and immortal soul. Whereas if you murder somebody, you can be forgiven for that. Oh my God. That's just an act. Right, right. Have we gotten to that place hmm. where, you know, if we don't wear a mask, that that's more telling of our, you know, our evil intent mm-hmm. than, than actual 
yeah. behavior that is right. antisocial. Well, you know, like right there in Chicago, a Chicago pharmacist is um, looking at 120 years for selling fake um, immunization cards. Now, he was trying to help people by not by not having them get this monstrosity of a shot that can kill them. But they're giving him 120 years. That's what they want to give him. 120 years for selling these cards, right? All over a shot that is an experimental shot that's a monstrosity. We do not give 120 Amazing. years to people who are convicted yep. pedophiles. I know. Or murders. They're that's out in right. 20. I know. It's, it's, it's so upside down right now. That's right there in Chicago. And so that's what I mean. That's, yeah. These are the signs that we're having an inquisition. We are not after justice. No, it's we not justice. We are after intellectual purity, yeah. according to the God of science. Yeah, because yeah. You're not allowed to argue with it. You're yeah. not allowed to say, you know what? So there, there's a story during the inquisition of a man who was playing cards with friends and he made the statement that the virgin, he was frustrated over the over the card game and said the vir- he said a, a slur about the Virgin Mary and then followed it up with, that's the most ridiculous story. We all know that a virgin can't have we a have baby. We have to go to a break. We're going to come right back on that story. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Happy you're uh, listening in. And, of course, uh, go to katedallyradio.com. Everything everyone's asking me for in email is all written out on show notes. So under the tab, show notes and info, we changed the tab to show notes and info. Um, So it's not as confusing. Just go right there and scroll down and you'll find all the things we talk about on the show. And uh, even uh, Sheriff Shar- uh, even uh, Sheriff Darleaf from yesterday, um, even on a short cast there, but also his Facebook page uh, post that he posted that's amazing. So, you know what? Everything's usually right there on show notes at katedallyradio.com. I think you can even type in katedallyshow.com and go to the same place. So uh, make sure you go there. And also Balance of Nature. You know, I heard my husband talking to somebody this morning on the phone, and he was crediting uh, taking Balance of Nature for rebounding quickly and for getting on his feet quickly. And I do too, because when you're taking an influx of vitamins, um, even if you get sick and, you know, I mean, there's no guarantee you won't ever get sick, but if you do get sick, I really do think that that is such a huge, huge help. I mean, it has every antioxidant and every mineral and vitamin known to man and the photo phytonutrients I can talk phytonutrients are just awesome in the way that they capture those and the process they use so 31 fruits and vegetables are dialed down to um, three caplets of fruits and three caplets of veggies and it's 31 fruits and vegetables a day you just can't go wrong and it's got an amazing fiber drink that lowers cholesterol and balances blood sugar and all the rest and cravings and everything. So all together, what an amazing product. Make sure you go to balanceofnature.com and put in the code Kate. You'll get up to 35% off and free shipping. Take advantage of it. 
I think right now, I don't know, are they dropping stuff? Are they, uh, I, I, I guess I just don't, I don't toss that idea aside. Trust me. They've done it before and they didn't care. We've been guinea pigs in lots of experiments through the years that they never disclosed. Are they dropping stuff? Is this why people are getting pneumonia? I don't know. Legionnaires, you know, that's very, very, uh, that's waterborne. And uh, could it be a targeted thing? Sure. And um, it has the same symptoms that everybody's having, right? So I wouldn't, I just, I'm just telling you that could something be dropped because it just seems like it could get real confusing. And if I were you, I'd be shoring up your health your health right now. I'd be ordering before there's shortages. I would be making sure you have tons of um, liposomal vitamin C. crosses the blood-brain barrier. It's an amazing vitamin C. It's called liposomal. And I would get that. I would absolutely get NAC. I would absolutely do all those things. So make sure you do all those things too. But Balance of Nature is just an amazing product and it's kind of like a foundational product. So get that. Um, And use the code Kate. All right, Melissa, let's talk. Uh, We were talking, you were talking, you were telling a story. Oh, well, yeah, I just want to finish that. Okay. So the the story from the Inquisition was about a man who just made an offhand remark, probably drunk a little bit and playing a game of cards, challenged whether the virgin birth was a legit thing. Okay. And he ended up in front of the Inquisition just for an offhand remark. The purpose of the Inquisition was not... A, not always to necessarily root out every single person, but to make an example and to instill fear in people that so that they did not go down those paths. Mm-hmm. It, it is a way to enforce, like I said, it's, it's a mind control thing. Right. And so I want to kind of end, end this by talking about like, let's update our vocabulary. We're, we're going to go from the middle ages from Isabella and, and Ferdinand in 1492, and we're going to put it into some more modern vocabulary. But the game, the end game is the same. We have a, Carl Jung, the, the psychologist. So this is very profound. He said, it is not famine, not earthquakes, not microbes, not cancer, but man himself, who is man's greatest danger to man. For the simple reason that there is no adequate protection against psychic epidemics, which are infinitely more devastating than the worst natural catastrophe. Mm. So we're having kind of a psychic epidemic. And I think actually that is the epidemic. Um, We have a group of people uh, and there have been occasions in world history where whole civilizations have gone down the mass psychosis route. Mm-hmm. For example, the, the witch trials of Europe, people are familiar here with the Salem witch trials. They don't know that the Salem witch trials were relatively short and short lived, right. but in Europe they killed thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of people for over two centuries for witch trials. That was one time of mass psychosis. The other great period of mass psychosis was the rise of totalitarian governments in the 20th century. Yeah, you're right. And uh, yeah, it was mass psychosis. So what does mass psychosis really mean? It's when a large portion of the population loses touch with reality and has literally a psychotic break. And according to Carl Jung, a, a psychotic break is when we are confronted with Fear and anxiety, and that is so emotionally disturbing to us 
that we look for any explanation that Mm -hmm. will relieve that anxiety. It's so true. I mean, look at look at these hardcore leftists like this teacher. She believes in all these germs are going to get her any minute. They haven't for 19 months, but they're going to get her all of a sudden. And then she believes that climate change, if you don't believe it, get the hell out. But climate change has never actually affected her. (laughs) She's never, ever seen evidence of that, but she believes in it wholeheartedly. And it's kind of amazing. It's, you know, it's funny that I can get accused of being a conspiracy theorist, although all the things are coming true and have been coming true over the decades. But a leftist, a hardcore leftist, believes in all these things that aren't true based on fear and then sells them as fact and then and becomes that neurotic and insane and then tells you they're the normal one in the room and you're the crazy one. It's amazing to watch it play out. So if we think about what it is that causes an individual to become mad, and then apply it on a population scale. So if we take out mm-hmm. the actual physical right. causes of insanity, there's brain damage, there's drug use, that kind of thing, physical things that can call, alter your chemistry. But there are also what's called psychogenic triggers. Mm-hmm. And these are things, you, your, your body is physically healthy, but the flood of negative emotions that's generated by this fear and anxiety response induces panic and panic seeks relief by putting people into an emotional state in which they're willing to redefine reality Mm -hmm. in order to feel safe again. Right. Is that not what we've been going through? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I could, I, is there any other way to explain it except to say that we have, we have information about the lack of safety, about, side effects about people dying from the vaccine Mm -hmm. and yet the elites continue to push the narrative they're safe and effective you're going to do what we tell you to do put a mask on and you'll be safe it's your proof that you love your neighbor is when you put a mask on otherwise you're just endangering everyone yeah and what happens also at the population level Mm -hmm. in order to swallow that false narrative, mm-hmm. people have to kind of shut down their intellectual processes. People, that our society becomes stupider. No, that's very true because this is the this is the bonus question for people just on that one topic. So has, after 19 months, if you went into the data, into the big cities, did the mask wearing change anything? And the data shows, the actual data, the fact shows that, the facts show that it didn't change a thing. Nothing. Whether you wore a mask, didn't wear a mask, that's because they're so ineffective. They don't they don't do anything. They're just there for their make you feel better, as even Fauci admitted in the beginning. So you could go to the data, show them the data and say, see, this didn't move the needle at all. Wearing masks in big cities never changed anything. And they're still going to be so neurotic and so insane that any germ is about to kill them, even though they have an, an immune system on the inside of their body. They completely forget that and they think everybody's going to kill them. It's because it's a neurosis. (laughs) You cannot argue logic with someone who is in an induced. You're right. Emotional state. You're right. Try arguing with a schizophrenic that his hallucinations are not real. Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. You bring up a really good point. It's really it is difficult to to get them off the ledge because uh, they are in that state. Right. That's what you're saying. They're in a state that you can't penetrate that you can't get in there and say but look at the facts and and look i'm not wearing a mask and i'm not killing you it doesn't matter they just think you're going to 
This is why witch trials in Europe lasted for 200 years. Oh, my gosh. Please tell me this won't last 200 years. I, <laughs> I hate to I be the bearer. Cry. That I'm... Story. history, right? Oh, you guys. Well, so let's state. talk about when mass hysteria is exploited for totalitarian purposes. Mm-hmm. What happens is that the population splits in two. Yeah. There's the ruling elite. Yeah. And there are the ruled the victims. Right. So, by the way, the greater good is the ruling elite and everyone else is just the populace. Whenever you're Absolutely. doing something for the greater good, you're doing it for the elite calling the shots. I just want everybody to know that's what the greater good is. It's the mass illusion. Because but, uh, the elite elevate themselves to godlike status. Mm-hmm. They, they are there to be worshipped. They are. They live in defiance of actual natural law, which is that people are fallible and corruptible yeah. and all those things. And they say, we are not. Right. Has anyone said to Fauci, except for Rand Paul, maybe, you are not able to tell the same story on two consecutive right. days. Yeah. I know. It's so true, though. He's the only one to call it out. And why isn't anyone else calling it out or brave enough to do so? I don't know, because little Hitler man has lied yes. about every single day. So, we yeah, do it's obvious. Know. Yeah. Because because changing the mark all the time is the way to keep people in an induced emotional state. You're right. You're right. And they, they seek Fauci after well, they seek after the latest information um, instead of looking at it as a whole and going, wow, you're lying an awful lot and then retracting it and then lying again and then retracting it. No, they they just are honing in on what's the latest because it's changing all the time and it's a mystery and it's elusive and we have this big dog and pony show. What's the latest? And so you keep people you keep people with the little with the little uh, fishing rod, you know, with the little thing on the on the string and you just keep you just keep moving it forward and people just keep following. It's and the neurotic will follow. They'll they'll follow. If, they, they don't care. When the perfect storm is when you have a power hungry elite that is also in a psychotic state, mm-hmm. and they are ruling over a regressed population on the other. Right. All you can get from that is mass suffering. Yeah. It, there is no other evidence. I, I don't care what they say about, oh, well, communism will work this time. The, the formula is when you have power-hungry elite and a regressed, emotionally psychotic population, right. the equation always ends up with suffering. Yeah. So that's where we are. I don't want to leave everybody there, though. I <laughs> want to talk about some hope. What can we do? Because I, I see these signs all around. And so I, I was listening to Vaclav Havel, who was uh, from Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. and he knew firsthand what it was like to live inside of a repressed society. And these were some of the things. Can, can you, what can we do? The first thing that Havel says is we have to get a grip on our own minds. And I, I had a horrible weekend in which I lost grip of my mind mm-hmm. I really did I was in a panic state and just like what am I going to do this is so awful what, how are we going to live through this we have to we have to kind of resume reality and we have to open up our eyes and embrace reality mm-hmm. and not look take refuge in the fear and the anxiety and the panic right that's the first thing that he he says we have the society is hungry right now for what he calls a redeemer personality Somebody who can speak calm in the midst of panic Mm -hmm. and somebody who can say, you know what? 
we're going to get through this. We're going to survive this. We're going to come out the other side. Until people can step away from that panic and fear and the polarization. That's what we have to, we have to be the voice Mm -hmm. that helps people to bridge that. The second thing he says is information counters propaganda. So we have to continue. Your show is great at this. We have to continue to be the voice of reason. Right. Even though we can't reason with them, they have to continue to hear it. The other side knows that and they use it to their advantage. We have to use it. The third thing that Hovell said that is really great is we have to use humor to ridicule the elite. Mm-hmm. We do. He's, We've been saying this for a while, haven't we? It's like you've yes. got to use that. It, it's a great tool because it wakes people up better than just the hardcore conversation. Right. The fourth thing that better I think hurry. is really got interesting seconds. is yeah. we got to create parallel structures. Build your network. Find your tribe. Ooh, love it. All right. All right. Thank you, Melissa. That was great. Thank you. Really appreciate it. See you next Wednesday. And of course, Susan's coming right up. So don't go anywhere for that either. Fun show today. Great show. And be right back. Kate Daly show. By the way, catch the video that I did that's going viral at uh, Kate Daly Radio on Rumble or Kate Daly Radio on YouTube. Be right back. Kate Daly show.